One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional parts people test your battery for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So how's it going, J360 Legion? How's it going, everybody out there? Happy 4th of July. I know how some of y'all can't handle a traditional salutation of holidays because whether or not that it validates you, you know, nine times out of ten, you'll be upset about it anyway. I've seen a lot of issues where people are saying, oh, you can't talk about that. It's, it's not for black people. It's not for... Look, the thing is, it's for anybody that wants a better life, anybody that wants freedom, anybody that wants to be out here and can be anything they want to be. Now, you got some gatekeeping jerks out there that always want to say, oh, no, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. You know, when's the last time ever since, like, ever, did anybody allow people to censor how they live their lives? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know it's the 4th of July weekend and all, but everybody has a complaint about something. And yes, while America has its problems, you really shouldn't hate on the fourth that much. There are ways of better ways of doing this. But I've already said too much because welcome to the JMS show here on K360 Radio. And that is amazing, J360 Legion. We are back for episode 106. <laughs> and welcome to the J-Man Show again. I am your host, J-Man. And yes, yes, we are finally at the pinnacle. It's the month of July. I know some of you parents are out there just counting down the days so you can send your brats back to school so that you don't have to deal with so much uh, headaches and, like, how the hell did this happen and stuff? Because I know there are some of y'all out there are like, you know, the the kids are, are, are a blessing, don't get me wrong, but there are times where you're like, geez, why can't you all just go back to school where you, you know, could learn something so I can live off of you for the rest of my life? And I can understand that. I mean, after all, you know, I just look at it from time to time because when I'm working, whether I'm doing this show or whether I'm working out there at the nine to five, I always think this. I'm like, damn, this headache could have been a lot lighter if um those kids were at school. And pretty much I- I've had some pretty interesting things happen over this week. Did you know yours truly almost got railroaded out of his job? You know, because, um, see, it's summertime and stuff. And like when you have, um, allergies pretty bad and you see like we didn't have good rain going around here we had humid weather mixed in with a lot of i don't know whether it was pollen or not you know because the thing about it is sometimes things will just kick up your um your allergies and well with the way things are out there in the world my allergies were pretty bad this (laughs) three days ago and man them idiots at my job try to railroad me out of it now, needless to say, I mean, they had some valid points. I mean, I did miss a significant, uh, I didn't I did miss a Saturday because apparently that's, you know, that's a cardinal sin in the retail game for some stupid reason. I guess because, you know, you're pretty much a number in a machine. You're not a human being. You know what I'm saying when it comes to these people? And, and I look at them and I'm like, you guys can't fire me. You can't fire me at all because, see, I have paper and I have PTO time to myself, which I can use at any time, no questions asked. 
So, once again, I fought the system, so I had a little Revolutionary War going. And needless to say, I did keep my crap 9 to 5. And while I was at it, I was looking at some other jobs, and, you know, I got some interviews lined up for that, too. So, it's just, it's just so stupid the way our institutions are. And I, and I can understand that being trapped in a 9 to 5 can make you jaded about things. But I always think this, you know, since we have these traditions, we don't need to hate them all the time. We just need to make them better. We need to quit putting profits before people. And we need to go ahead and handle some other situations like, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, shut down the detention centers uh, or at least give them better habit, you know, or at least change the habitats about it. Because nowadays these people are barely getting blankets. And I think there's a moment where they say it's a lot more filth because they're not having undergarments or any sort of ways to take care of themselves and i mean you could go on this rant about um sanctuary cities too just just like anything you know what i'm saying and what's so sad about it all is is this this isn't the first time america has done these things this isn't the first time that they've separated kids or they put people away just to put people away because they were afraid that they were a threat to the idealism and livelihood of the social elites i mean this stuff has been going on for years and, you know, when you look at, like, the dark side of America's history, which is, you know, the, which is slavery, which is pretty much what this country is built on, yes, a lot of things America has to atone for. And I've been saying that throughout the whole context of building this show. But I also realize that some people, where they say they're trying to do the greater good, you know, the greater good, Chances are they're going about it in the wrong way and they're not solving a thing. And if anything, they're trying to push the envelope for an agenda that they feel as though it might be long term and and good to them. Good to them for thinking that their pipe dream is actually something that's going to help them in the long run. Chances are it's probably a short term mess that nobody really has a crux to pay for. Like I can look at, you know. AOC's new green new deal that is the green new deal and kind of say that I mean the girl is smart don't get me wrong but you know at the end of the day every single thing is an experiment and some of us we got to be brave enough to experiment to get these new ideas because the old ways we do things just doesn't work anymore I mean especially with some of you out there that are working at a grueling nine to five shift like and they call it flex time because it's flex time for them they don't have to do anything but you're the one in the middle feeling like you're being quartered every time and you're not getting livable wages for it. And then some people got a nerve to say, well, let's raise the minimum wage up. That'll help everything. Temporary measure. Because you know why? Because once that minimum wage go up, hey, guess what? Take a look at the necessities of life because they went up too. You see what I'm saying? Everything still revolves around a 40-hour work week and a cost of living, which is up there in the 20s, I want to say. But then you got taxes milking you. You got like, you know, the needs of things milking you. And then you got some people that mistake their wants for their needs. Like say like, you know, hey, I need to get stuff ready for this business. But at the same time, that Xbox or that uh, 60 inch TV is starting to look good to me. You know, little things like that. Oh man, I need to jump on this. I, I got to be about the techno- technological arms race. Which at the same time, you know, it might be a hyperbolic statement, but at the same time, it's like it's it's pretty much out there, you know, because we all have to get that new technology, especially when you're pretty much building a production company and you want to stay you know, competitive. And you see, the thing about me is I'm not afraid to do that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I have to pace myself, and which is why I went ahead and I fought to get that nine to five back. Like, yeah, I make money doing J360 radio. But the thing about it is, is this. 
I make more money while working the nine to five. And, you know, at the end of the day, things are going to get bigger. As a matter of fact, that's why next week uh, there is no J360 content happening next week because we're working on maintenance for the next level. So, you know, you got things to look forward to in that, at least with the uh, new website. And there's going to be some changes here and there because we got certain podcast outlets that these shows are on that need the attention to. And, you know, you'll all see the layout after a while. But, um, yeah, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, as far as the YouTube channel goes, that's a J360 TV, um, mass, uh, you know, J360 TV uh, method. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm taking the shows off of there and, you know, you, you'll get something different. As a matter of fact, you'll see it all by next week because uh, I'm ready to do this, man. That's when the big jump is going to be. But other than that, though, it's it's been one hell of a fight this past couple of days. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I didn't think I had to, but, you know, the thing about it is, if it's something that is important, you'll fight for it, right? You know, it's like everybody wants to argue and everybody claims to want to fight, but then you've noticed that when people fight for stuff, they really don't know the long-term cost of their actions. And then there's times where it's like, you know, they, they feel as though they're about the romantic side of the struggle here. You know what I'm saying? And by us, like, see, the 4th of July, yes, it's about America's independence from the British, right? I mean, at least when we established it. And then there's a lot more within that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would try to look at the day as a celebration of all of America's history. And at the same time, knowing that I had the freedom to go ahead and grill for my freeloaders and all sorts of other people out there who want to come ahead and partake, you know, but then you got people out there with so many choices of their freedoms and how they choose to spend it. Thereby you look at how the veterans sacrificed themselves throughout years and years only to be betrayed by the country that they taken an oath to protect, you know, it's a, it's a very, very rigid divide out here. But you see at the end of the day, like anything else, I'm not a fan of what America is becoming. You know what I'm saying? Which is pretty much a side pocket of different small arguments. I am a fan of what America could become. Something better than what it is. And yeah, I look at all sides of the spectrum and I know there are multiple different arguments. And I'm always like, okay, but what is the main goal here? What's your end game? What is it all about? Are you all about inclusion? Are you all about multinational togetherness? Which I'm about. Or are you all about, hey, to hell with everybody else, I'm going to quietly move forward my section and, and then like have us all take over and keep things in control because there has to be a chain of command. And the problem is there are people out there like that all the time. Remember, you won't replace us. I understand that. But you see, racism exists in so many different forms anymore. You wonder who or what is actually winning the fight out there and then nine times out of ten you don't want to even be a part of that group because they're worse than what the predecessor was you know what i'm saying i saw a you i saw a no it wasn't a youtube channel it was an instagram channel talking about like pro-blackness and stuff and then at the same time they're saying oh you can't lay with whites you can't mix with anybody and it's like who the hell are you to tell me what i can or can't do you jaded sorry son of a <laughs> you know what i'm saying you can't tell me anything I will do and can do whatever I want. And you can't say anything about me betraying anybody because I've done quite a lot for my own race and other races. 
So it's like, where the hell have you been? And what makes you so damn better than me that you got to go on your tangent about stuff? You know what I mean? I'm all about this. Equality at the end of the day is like everybody sitting at the round table. Not everybody sitting at the far end table or at their popular table and the unpopular table. No, 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 no. Separation of that kind of stuff, which exists in institutions like uh, schools and everything. You see, that's where the problem is. It's all a damn popularity contest now and again, you know, which is why sometimes, you know, I kind of wish that I had nothing to do with Facebook because Facebook, that seemed to be all it is. How much cred and likes can I get? Mm, uh, Look at my numbers. They're all boosted up. Man, that Black Mirror episode nosedive is just true to form in that because everybody in there was a jerk. You know, you don't have to be everybody's best friend, but you do have to be a little bit more respectful of each other, which is why, like, going back into the idea of 4th of July, you know, yes, America has its problems. It's not perfect. But the idealism of it all is, is that, you know, we should go ahead and put aside our differences. We should learn how to atone and we should learn how to never let nothing like this happen again. But you got some people out there. Yeah, sure. They're all about this. I'm holier than thou. Uh, I have my hangups. Um, yeah, if you don't agree with me, you're automatically a racist. All that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, like I, I have some friends that really do like Trump. You know what I'm saying? Remember in the heyday of this show where every episode I was talking about the stupid things that Trump has done. And he's done a lot of stupid things. But then there are some things where you realize that we're already dysfunctional before he got in there. It's just that this, when he got in there, all that stuff heightened up. You see what I'm saying? That's why at the same time, racists are out there swapping and spitting tea and enjoying themselves because guess what? It's not racist if you don't call it racist. See what I'm saying? And you see, not only that, he just went ahead and showboat all this, the, like this military parade. See, I didn't get to see it, guys, because, um, you know, I worked today and I went to sleep, <laughs> you know. Uh, but from, I'm sure some of you out there probably saw and saw like it was a waste of resources or it was just a bloated jerk, joke of anything. Because, see, people try to thrive on the short memories that, you know, a lot of Americans or people in general typically have. I mean, Think about it. Most of the time, our faces are either looking at a screen on our phone, on a tablet, or, you know, it it could be anything. But see, attention spans and retention has kind of dropped in some people as of late because of all that. And it's kind of weird for me to say it because, you know, the... You know, the brand here kind of thrives on that. But the truth is, is this. It's like, you know, take a break here or there, you know, like really look around you sometimes and and don't just stay wrapped up in a veil of bubble safety and security for yourself. You know, like really take a look at what's around you and see what's real out here. If you have a problem with something, then try to change it. But here's the thing. Make sure that you have a strong argument so that you can make the change. And while you're at it, Make sure, like, are you going for short-term or long-term? Because, I mean, much like Reaganomics, some of that stuff will sound it, sound it good, much like how the Affordable Health Care Act originally sounded, sounded good, <laughs> but then things shift and change overall because you got other pro- parties that have to be involved in that kind of stuff, and it just turns into a cluster after a while. And then it's amazing that some things do get done, because you always got Newton's third law out there. You got, you know, object stays in motion, always stays in motion, but then you have a movable object, and then they're meeting each other 
all the time. And it's been a stalemate forever since, uh, I want to say, after Bush left, you know? So it's, it's 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 interesting why we're in this cluster. But you also got some people out there that don't vote, and they always say, oh, you know, voting doesn't make a difference, yada, yada, yada. You see, that's why I don't hesitate celebrating the 4th, because, you know, I get involved. I keep an eye on things. Sometimes I go to town halls. Sometimes, you know, I just look at what's around me, because, damn it, I live there, and I pay taxes, and I'm running a business. So you kind of need to know what's going on, and you don't try to power play everybody, but you try to make sure you know what is happening so you can speak your mind, which is why I'm not having a problem saying that to anybody, regardless of what race they are, and I will still eat a hamburger and tell you happy 4th of July, no matter how you friggin' feel, because I just don't give a damn sometimes. Beautiful, isn't it? (laughs) Because guess what? If you're all patriots, like we all should be patriots, then the thing about it is, is this, fight for it, and be honest about it. And then at the same time, don't let the fight change you because there's a moment where, you know, things can, things can, like as soon as you get that power and stuff, what was the original argument then? You know, it's, it's like one of them things you think about because at first when you were a nobody, you know, you were hungry, you were passionate about it. You, you stood your ground, but as soon as you got attention and traction and you liked the attention and attraction, you didn't want to give it up. You know, you became relevant. And then after a while you started to thrive on that relevancy until it runs out. So then you look at yourself for a moment and you've totally changed into the one thing that you vowed to destroy. You became he or she that fights monster because you became a monster all on your own. You know what I'm saying? You might think you're doing good, but you just can't do it without thinking of what you can become sometimes. And don't be afraid uh, of change. Just remember, like, when you do change, what are you changing into? You no know, little things like that. Now, as I go on those kind of spiels, I just want to let you all know... There's a Spider-Man movie out now. I wish CNN would quit talking about the post credit scene. You know, I'm like, hey, hey, some of us are not going to see this movie right off. Some of us have to work extra hours. What is wrong with you, CNN? Which is a very, very, very deep rabbit hole. They need to go ahead and get Ted Turner back in there. Something is not right. You know, especially with them. And then, of course, you got all these other movie networks that are willing and happy to share this with you. I guess it has a lot to do with the fact that Endgame didn't have any post credits. But then you see, like, the new Endgame that got put put back in the theaters, which is hilarious. And I covered that in the mini bites. Has post credit scenes and was really a waste of time. You, you know, it doesn't help the validity of things. I mean, it's it's just like... Post-credit scenes are a treasure in some way, but then there are times where they become pretty monotonous. At least this one opens up a whole new gateway. It's just that I'm like, why are we talking about this right now? You know what I mean? If you're going to do it, do it in a non-spoiler way, which means don't talk about it at all. Go ahead and talk about what makes the movie great and then be like, oh, okay. Well, you know, there's post-credit scenes in it. Leave it at that. And you see, uh, I haven't gotten to seeing Spider-Man right off. Uh, well, you know, like I said before, but I have played the game again and I still have to beat the rest, the, the other two parts of a city that never sleeps. But this is cool though, because once you uh, get the update for it, you can get the two suits that are featured in Spider-Man Far From Home from the uh, red and black suit to the uh, stealth suit. 
And man, those cutscenes really help out. They they did a fantastic job on this game. Shout out to Insomniac Games, by the way. I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Hopefully, we'll get a goblin fight here or there, or just just the build up. And hopefully, that game will be on the PS4. Because uh, face it, guys, you know, as I thrive and I grow this uh, brand of mine, chances are, you know, I want to be able to buy a PS5 and stuff. But nah, I'm gonna wait a year. I'm gonna go ahead and ride out this PS4 for as long as it matters. And I'm going to try to get the Xbox One because some of y'all that have Xbox out there, I'm not going to say any of y'all podcast shows name, but some of y'all been real comfortable and coming at me with some stuff. And I'm like, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I got that ass. Uh, Don't you worry about it. I got you. (laughs) Oh, man, but shoot. Oh, hey, speaking of which, um, we got a new Little Mermaid, don't we? Yeah, it's uh, it's Halle Bailey, and wow, that's that's pretty on the nose, huh? But that is the kid's name, and she's going to be Ariel. Now, you see, the thing about Ariel is Ariel is a fictional character, right? I mean, she's pretty much a half-woman, half-fish that can sing very well and had to give up that voice for the D. And yeah, yeah, come on, folks, you know I'm right about this thing. Don't any of y'all feminists start being mad at me. You know I'm right. Think about it. <laughs> Even though she pretty much saved Prince Eric's ass multiple times. I'm, I'm just being real. But you see, she's going to be the new Ariel. And the thing is, a lot of people are up in arms about it because guess what? It's race lifting. Yeah. You see, Haley is black. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking this. I'm like, you know, it's not going to affect me one way or another. <laughs> you know, it's just like, uh, how dare they find someone who can actually sing? And then some people are like, they could have picked the real redhead for it. And it's like, "Mm, yeah, they could have. But here's the thing about Disney and all these other execs. When they find somebody that they can book on something as a face, they're going to run with it. So when you look at somebody like, you know, Halle Bailey, and you just listen to her sing, she's got the vocal pipes. And a lot of y'all wouldn't feel good about it if it was an ADR dubbing, right? You would want to be like, oh, you guys couldn't find anybody that could sing naturally and stuff. And it's like the same argument with LaFoe and all these other, uh, or, or the fact that Jasmine became Sultan at the end of Aladdin. People will find something and they will run with it to complain, won't they? This, you know, these movies are not entirely made for, you know, those of us that grew up with the classics and stuff. You know, at the end of the day, these are projects that Disney are doing so that they can line their pockets up. And it gives the kids of the newer generation something to look forward to. And, you know, what was the whole big argument uh, a few months ago? It was about diversity. It was about more minorities taking up certain roles. You know what I'm saying? Remember when Black Panther came to theaters and a lot of y'all were like, oh, my God, this this is a step in the right direction. Even though black cinema has been around for multiple years. You know what I'm saying? Quite a lot of John Singleton's library is in that spectrum of things. And, you know, when he passed away, everybody was like, oh, man, RIP John Singleton. But then, you know, a couple of days afterwards, they were like, John Singleton who? And it totally irks me to this day, which is, you know, the basis of another argument for another episode. But what I'm saying is is that, you know, of course we're in that system of things. But I keep saying this. You got Melissa McCartney about to be Ursula. Now, I don't know about you. Maybe she could do it. Maybe she could play a serious role like that. I mean, I'm sure she has played serious roles. But then, like, when I look at Melissa McCartney, I always think about how Melissa McCartney sounds when she's agitated or angry. And they could probably work with some ADR dubbing on that. But, 
it's like, okay, maybe, but I'm sure there's somebody else who can do that role a little bit better. If Devon was still around, I wonder if he would do the role again, because it pretty much was a role for him. But I'm just saying, you know, it's it's one of them kind of things where you look at, it's like it's still in the pre-production phases. And then there are times that we should be happy that they're even sharing casting details with us because we all go up in arms and get butthurt about anything nowadays. It's like, you know, Robert Pattinson being Batman, even though like a lot of people are like, I don't like the Twilight guy being Batman. I'm like, yeah, but did you see any of his other filmography before you judged him? And then it gets quiet then. And then they're like, I don't need to. I've seen those movies. They were enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's that, the the argument's invalid as hell at this point because you know it's just like why are you even mad? Just go play the Arkham games and shut up. You know, it's little things like that. Why we can't have nice things? I mean, we had a credible Superman there for a while, uh, Henry Cavill, and he's over there playing The Witcher now. He looks great for it. It's it's good for him. But uh, I saw a nice video about that, too, about, like, him and Amber Heard from Aquaman being, like, uh, Prince Eric and um, Ariel from Little Mermaid. It might be possible, but I never heard Amber Heard sing. So, wow, that was redundant. But I never heard her sing, so it's like, eh, it is what it is. But much like anything else, I kind of want to see the script because... You know, these things are based on the old ones. I mean, if you like the old ones so much and they're treasurable to you, then just stick with them. Right now, the only thing I'm looking at Disney about is like, hey, when are you guys going to re-release 101 Dalmatians, the original animated version? You can keep the sequel all you want. But when are you guys going to re-release that so I can go ahead and add it to my collection? Because there's a hole in the wall. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's 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 amazing. But, um... You know, I digress. Uh, speaking of which, I had some other stuff here lined up, but, you know, it was a matter of which one was going to be for 106 or what was going to be for 107. But, uh, see, like, gaming, on the other hand, what have I been gaming on lately? Uh, let's see. Pretty much Samurai Showdown. Meh, I got Mega Man 11 I need to play. I got a wall of shame going on here, too. I got some Final Fantasy games I need to beat. Oh, which, by the way... Uh, you know, the Final Fantasy VII Remake has been kind of a sour note here at the J360 house because of how long it took to come together and become a thing. <laughs> but at least now we finally got a release date. But I also know that, you know, we're getting all of it. It's not just episodic anymore. So they've done good on that. So I'm kind of excited for it. I want to see what, what happens this time around. But I'm still going to go ahead and try to beat the classic one. But the biggest thing I've noticed is that Final Fantasy VIII is getting remastered. I hope that they go ahead and they do the same thing for Final Fantasy IV. It was it was good. It was one of those that was amazingly done. I mean, I'm sure they could have taken what they had for the uh, what they had for the PSP for you know the classic collection, and they could have used that to turn into a full game for like the PlayStation Three or Four. You know, they could have used that. That that would have been all right. And, but, you know, hey, can't have too much of a nice thing, right? So, I mean, I still have to go ahead and beat that stuff. But at least at that point, I'm playing the PSP. I'm going to have to because if I had to pull some night shifts here or there, you know. Hey, they didn't say I had to work the whole shift. (laughs) But, uh, 
Yeah, uh, you know, at least Final Fantasy is still thriving, uh, thriving high. I think there's going to be a Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen based series coming too. Far as I know, but I don't know. It's, it's that's one of them things you got to keep up with those MMOs. And you see, the thing is, while I'm a good gamer and all, I'm just not an MMO kind of guy. I, I've tried it with World of Warcraft. I've tried it with Star Wars, the uh, Old Republic. I've tried it with quite a bit of games. And, you know, I'm just I just always out and about, man. You know, I just can't do it like that. <laughs> but I'm sure if I ever get, um, you know, if I ever get up there in my 50s or something, I'll probably, probably change after a while. But I also know, like, um, Shinmu is supposed to be coming out soon. And I think there's something else that's based on the Yakuza prop, uh, property over there at Sega. And which, by the way, I need to go ahead and get involved in those. Because the only one I've played was the first one on PS2. And it's an instant classic. I mean, it has its moments. But I liked it, you know. Just the idea of the whole organized crime thing over there in the Far East is just interesting to me because there, there's some honor there you know i mean it's kind of the same thing like when you're playing mafia over here yeah you know, it's, it's one of them kind of things you either into it or you're not but um as a matter of fact i hope capcom re-releases uh the other onimusha games that would be nice i mean because like we'll only get that first one every time but i'm hoping you know that that doesn't become a habit because retro gaming is in always has been and it's thriving right now because I think uh, I think the Sega Genesis Mini just had its final wrap up on the games that it was going to bring in. So chances are we might have something interesting to look into with that. Uh, I mean, it, it, it piqued my interest, but chances are I'm probably not going to buy it because, well, you know, if you re- only knew my collection and how far it goes. <laughs> Matter of fact, I need to see which one's in the lead. Is it my animation collection or is it my video game collection? Just one of them little things to talk about. Uh, speaking of which, I need to go to the flea market. As a matter of fact, I need to write that down. Let's see. Go to the flea market and buy some Wii games. <laughs> Hell yeah, shit. That li- Excuse my language. That library needs to grow. <laughs> I said, shoo. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Though I probably did, so um, I have to click the E on this one. Oh, by the way, have you guys noticed that Amazon Prime Video actually has some interesting content on it? Some schlocky here, some unbearables over there, but it also has a significant anime library. So I was looking at this, I was like, wow, this is a hidden gem of content. I think they got Space Adventure Cobra over there. They got Fist of the North Star, the movie, which, um, you know, depending on who you talk to, not the movie movie, but the animated movie. And the animated movie's all right, but I, I liked it better with the series because it's not all condensed in there and I could just binge off of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the animated movie was just too condensed for me, but it also has this movie on here called robo vampire, where it looks like Robocop is fighting against one of those Chinese hopping vampires. It looks so ridiculous that it's epic. <laughs> and I think I'm just going to sit there and watch it. And you know, as I watch it for episode one Oh seven, I'll go ahead and I'll do a little review on it. And by the way, for those of you that are wondering when I'm going to start doing uh, film redemptions again, oh, I'm doing them again. I have a list of them, so I'll be looking forward to that. Matter of fact, for those of you also out there wondering when I was going to continue that blog feature I had with the uh, video game double features, yeah, that's coming back too. And it's going to be in a multi-meta form, all right? 
So you might see an episode that's based on that sort of scenario because um, who would have thought that, see, Dead or Alive had a movie and um, yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was painful enough. But um, <laughs> there was another movie out there that was coming to I think I think Soul Calibur was going to get a movie at one time and it only got a website. So, yeah, I, I got some I got some ditches to dig. But hey, I've talked your ear off long enough. Uh, I want to let you all know this. Now, those of you out there that are probably enjoying the fireworks and everything, you know, remember, 4th of July is an idea that for us to celebrate our country's birth. And not only that, yeah, there are extenuating and evil circumstances surrounding it. But the thing about it is we can always change our ways. We can always become better people once we acknowledge that we've done wrong. And then, like, you know, the fireworks and everything that we have out there or the gallivanting on social media that we do, you should just take a few minutes, right? And remember that you have the ability to do these things because there were people out there who sacrificed for that way so that you can do that. And in other ways, too, like I said before, you know, same thing with Black History Month. You don't stop celebrating Black History in February, do you? I mean, if the institutions do that, that's their problem. But you yourself especially if you are a part of any minority group, you should always be living up to that idea and don't depreciate the main story. Just remember, you're a part of that history too. Don't let them whitewash you out. And while you're at it, don't let reverse racism come in there to make you become more jaded and hateful of it. This is supposed to be a holiday for all of us. And while you're at it, you know, eat a hot dog or a hamburger. Don't be afraid to go ahead and say happy 4th of July. Don't be afraid to go ahead and say happy anything anymore. Because while we have these holidays, we might as well enjoy them while we got them. Because once they go away, they have a way of never coming back. But, hey, till then, this is the J-Man, and you have listened to episode 106. So I'm going to be signing off as of right now. And, of course, uh, J360 Radio Live number 5 should be landing tomorrow night. All right? But until then, this is the J-Man signing off. Peace. Peace.